Good morning, Rabboisai. Today's shear is sponsored Lirafua Shlema and for a successful surgery of Charnabas Pesha by her family. Charnabas Pesha in Dallas and Ramat Bet Shemesh. She should have a Rafua Shlema and Atzlacha. An email by Warren God Carlos. I feel compelled to write you an email. Firstly, to thank you for the incredible shear. The more I'm involved, the more I get out of it. It's the gift that, which keeps on giving, strengthening me every day, which I suppose is the whole point of living at Torah with the aid of the amazing Magishir like yourself. My bracha to you is that Hashem continues giving you the strength, health, and enthusiasm to continue giving the incredible shir till 120. Shkoyach, amen. Secondly, it's a tremendous privilege for me to be able to contribute to every Torah to the MDY newsletter. I love contributing. The other day, there was a WhatsApp message asking for people to be added to the rotation. My message to the Oilam is that everyone has some Torah to contribute to bring out into this world. The MDY newsletter is a great way to do it. So jump in, Rabbi Isai, he says. P.S. I made a mistake. I mentioned that he um, contributed two pieces, but I called him by the wrong name. I said, it's Dave Carlos, who is his dad. It's Warren. Also, just wanted to mention, I'm connected to three other members of the MDY participants. Daniel Carlos, my brother. Mayor Bolel, brother-in-law. And Yaakov Toch, who is my other brother-in-law's twin brother. Ah, Yaakov is a twin. That's why he has twins. Aha, now the whole thing makes sense now. This is this week's Orhemer Kaz. Just got it, didn't read it. I saw Nachman Seltzer has a piece there. Warren has, I didn't read anything. Warren has a very nice long piece. It takes a long time to do this. I know, I know, it's like 11 pages. Every, pictures of Ramir Farkovich. Taste of Hasidus. I'm not mentioning his name because he said I call him out every day by Shlemy Klein. The Kitzer, I want to show you this. This is the piece by Mordechai Sapazdin I was talking about yesterday. 32-year-old in Brooklyn, New York. Very sweet, geshmaki guy. He's an artist. Shidduch, Raboisai. Let's come together. Let's get him a shidduch. Special guest, Yisrael Shalitsky. Who else? I'm sure I'm missing people here. Pictures. Givaldik. Oh, get to know Sani Halwani from Brooklyn, New York. MD Recruiter, Yeshua, with Slurpees. I didn't put him on the shear, so he got himself in the newsletter. <laughs> Great move. I probably have to thank Yosef for that one. Um, what else? Ooh, Raboisai, after shear on Zoom, there's a very special guy. His name is Ellie Trapper, and he sent me an email. This is Ellie Trapper, learning the daf. He has very, very good kashas. He's a great guy. I also found out that he's, uh, he's very good in karate. Hi. I just want to tell you that I've been listening to Yashir for the past four weeks. I found out about Yashir from Yeshiva World News and from Oldaf. I now listen to your Yashir as Chazara daily while driving. Daily. Where in the world do I do daf? Traveling from Queens, New York to South Fallsburg. Wow, that's a trip every day. As Chazara on double time, I can review seven shiurim. Best, Dr. Yosef Kapilovich. Smicha. Here's Rabbi Yosef Kapilovich. Here you go. All right, Yishkoyach. So, Rabbi Sai, today is Friday. Motzi Shabbos, the shir is at 7.30.
And we are holding six lines from the bottom. <clears throat> By the way, there's a Mordeka halacha. I didn't have time. I ran out of time, so I might as well say halachas now. Cool halacha. I thought you'd appreciate this one. If a person doesn't have fire for Boyer searching everywhere, can't find fire. The tour says, pick up a stone and say the bracha on a stone because that's how Adam Rishon created the first fire. I just thought it was a fascinating halacha share with you. I don't want to forget that one. Says the Gemara. Six lines from the bottom. <clears throat> so we're talking about Tisha B'av, how it compares to a Tainas Tzibur, the Tainas Tzibur on rain, which was very severe, and how it compares to Yom Kippur, and the Gemara we finished off saying yesterday, it's exactly like Yom Kippur. The only difference between Tisha B'av and Yom Kippur is Kfir, the Yarcha, if we don't know exactly when Rishchaydish is, then you'd do two days of Yom Kippur and only one day of Tisha B'Av. L'chadchila, you could just do one day Tisha B'Av, not a problem. So the Gemara says, Seems like, then they're exactly the same. Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur are exactly the same. Oh, one thing, if you don't know where Rosh Chodesh is, today, we know where Rosh Chodesh is, there's no difference between Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur. We say, yeah, there, Lazar, if so, that's a good writer, Rebbe Lazar. The Omar, Rebbe Lazar. You're not allowed to put your finger in water. Well, you're allowed to put your finger in water if you're washing it, you know, maybe up to here, but not for pleasure. You're not allowed to put your finger in water, even a finger. Forget about your whole body, a finger. Question. Now we're jumping back, not Yom Kippur, but the comparison between Tisha B'Av and a Tainas Tzibur. There's no difference. Tainus Tzibur is Osir B'Malacha. Tisha B'Av is a little easier. It's Mutter B'Malacha. But if you're reading this, and that's how everybody would read it, you think, what's the difference? Tell me all the differences. We only came up with one difference. Melacha. Okay. But in everything else, they're exactly the same, Tisha B'Av and Atan Sibur. But the problem is, In Atan Sibur, it's only us to take a full-fledged shower. If you're just going to wash your face, hands and feet, that's okay. So in other words, Tisha B'Av, you're allowed to wash your hands, face and feet. Face, hands, feet feet, hands, face, whatever. But, and it's not a problem. It's not the thing that you can't stick your finger in water. You let it wash your whole hand. You let it wash your whole face. Dr. Listaus would love this. That's, uh, I'm not gonna, this is just a private joke between me and him. This is Dr. Listaus's line. I just found it. Tana kule kule katani. Something to do with Kool-Aid and a cult. So, all we're going for, we're not going for all the differences between Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur, all the differences between Tisha B'Av and Tainas Tzibur. We're trying to figure out the Kulois, not the Chumras. So yeah, it's very possible that Tisha B'Av is more Chumr than a Tainas Tzibur. That Tisha B'Av, you can't stick your finger in a cup of water. I'm telling you, what's the difference between Tisha B'Av and Tainas to the Kula? You're permitted to do melacha on Tisha B'av. If you don't know where Rish Chaydish is, you only keep one day. I'm not telling you 
all, every, all the differences. There are many differences, maybe. Here, here's another difference. On Tisha B'Av, you're not allowed to put your finger in water and try to see where you are. But that's not what we're talking about. We're try, just trying to tell you the kula. Okay? Nusogyo. So it says in the Mishnah that a Tamad Chacham should not do malacha on Tisha B'Av. Should refrain. Why? Like we explained, you have to think about Tisha B'Av, you have to think about the Churban. So this is a very big concept in Shas. A person shouldn't flaunt, he shouldn't go around, oh, I'm better than everybody else. He shouldn't look like a Balgaiva. Now, if you pretend you're a Balabas, you pretend you're, it says in the Mishnah, only Tamid Chachamim should not work. You don't go to work. Every single day you go to work, you're a doctor, you don't go to work. Today you're staying home. So people are going to say, oh, look at this guy. He thinks he's a Tamil Chacham. Only Tamil Chacham stay home. So Rabbi Shimon is not concerned. Okay, so that's Machlaikas. Are we concerned that people will start talking about him? He looks like a Balgaiva or not? Ask the Gemara of and we learned this. Here we go. Going back to Masechtas that we learned. Famous Gemara, Masechtas Brachas, the Snan. Chasan, Imir Tzalikra, Kriyashma, Layla, Harisha, and Kairi. Chasen is asuk b'mitzvah, he's tarud. Remember that whole thing, tava svinase bayam, tirda, tirda the mitzvah. He's thinking about the mitzvah. And memela, since he's thinking, he's, he's involved in the mitzvah, so he's potter from another mitzvah. He's not going to have the proper kavana. However, if he feels like he could have kavana, he could read. That's who? Chachamim. Chachamim over here who say, we are concerned about Abba Gaiva, they're not so concerned about a chasen being a balgayu. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Omar, loy kol aroy tzalito l'sashem yitol. This is precious yiras chait, says Rashi. You can't pretend you're your shemaim, and that, that oh, I must say kriyshma. Oh, I have to, I have to be, I have to do my yir shemaim now. No, not everybody can do that. So Shimon Gamliel says you can pretend to be a Tamil Chacham on Tishabov, and I'm not concerned about Gaiva. All of a sudden, he's not concerned about pretending that you're a bigger Shemaim when it comes to Kriyashma. Omar Rabbi Yochanan, Muchlefes Ashito. You have to reverse the Shitas. When I read this, Muchlefes Ashito, it all of a sudden occurred to me. Wasn't there Rabbi Yochanan last time that said it? And the time before that said it? Like, yeah. So I look in Barilan, and sure enough, out of 17 times in Shas that it says these words, Mukhlefes Hashita, we have to reverse. It's a mistake. Whoever wrote Rabshim Gamliel, it meant Chachamim or whatever. 14 out of 17 times, it's Rabbi Yochanan in Shas, in the entire Shas. And all the way to here, from beginning Shas, it's always Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, just thought you would know. Fun fact. And almost, I think, every single time in the 17 times, there's always somebody, a baya, a rava, somebody's going to come up and say, no, I have a way to fit it in beautifully, as is. We don't have to flip the names. The Rabbanana, the Rabbanana, she asked me a question from, from Tishabov over here to Kriyashma over there. Hacha, kiven de kuli alma avdimelacha vi'iu loyavid. So, what the answer right now is that Chacham go by what other people are doing. What is everybody else doing? You have to fit in with everybody else. So, on Tisha B'av, 
everybody goes to work. If everybody goes to work, you stay home, you're a Balgaiva. Aval Hossam, keeping the Kuli Alma Kari, but during Mayriv, during Mayriv, you hear what's going on up there? I hear every word you're saying, by the way. During Mayriv, everybody's saying Kriyashma, and the Chassan, who is not supposed to be saying Kriyashma, says Kriyashma with everybody else. So he fits right in. He's not a Balgaiva. It's not a personal thing, says the Gemara now. According to Chachamim, we have to, what is everybody doing? Let's care. Go, go like everybody else. The Rab Now we're going to say an answer of Shimon that it has to do dependent on each person individually. By Kriyashma, you need to have intent. You have to think about it. So we know that a Chassan can't have proper Kavana. He's too busy. So by, by him saying, I'm going to say Kriyashma, it looks like a Balgaiva. Oh, I'm better than everybody else. I can do it. Ami. He doesn't have melacha. He just he doesn't have work today. It's not that he's pretending to be a tamal chacham. He's out of a job. Bottom line is he could fit right in with everybody else. that doesn't go to work. It's not like a very big deal. Now la halacha today, what do chasanim do? Today it's the exact opposite. Today. If you don't say Kriyashma, now you're a Balgaiva. You're pretending that you know how to be Mechavin when the rest of the world is not Mechavin during Kriyashma. Because we don't know how to be Mechavin so well. So I think, I, every day, I have 100% Kavana. Today, unfortunately, I'm, not gonna, I'm only 98, so I'm not going to say Kriyashma. So that's the Gaiva today. It's a reverse Gaiva. So Mela Ol Hasanim should say Kriyashma. The official Mishnah, in honor of Dani Fine. You hear this, Dani? Somebody's recognizing you. Honorary official mitzvah motivator. Donnie's amazing. He gets together guys to give, to help out other people from our Chabura, not from our Chabura, for coordinating mitzvah projects with Stellar Roy. What's Roy? Official, official. What's Roy? Ah, return on investment. Uh-huh, okay. Golden Doves. Brochus Daf 53B. Okay. He thought he tripped me up. He threatened, he threatened Fischl that if no one else steps in, so he's going to take the next 18 Mishnayis. You can do one Mishnah at a time, I guess, but he, he paid $1,800 for 18 Mishnayis. $100 a Mishnah to say the official thing. And he said that if nobody steps in, he's going to take the next 18 and throw in the hardest words, words that will break my teeth. That's what he said. Okay. You see how this vav goes? What's going on here? Because it's actually a continuation of the Mishnah Dafnun. We just got a little distracted in the middle and we started talking about Tisha B'av and all sorts of the nice things. But we're talking about Mokim Pesach. Chacham come along and say, Be Yehuda. We have to. <clears throat> so see the map here. Yehuda is down here in Eretz Yisrael. Galil is up here. Down here, they would do Malacha all the way till midday. And in Galil, they wouldn't do Malacha every Pesach at all. But what about the 14th and night? After B'digas Chometz, you can't do Malacha at all. Until Nate, the Mishabur brings this later on that 
when the day starts, it means nates. What's nates achama? Just like a fast day. When does a fast start? Asar betavis. When does it start? It starts. Oh, it's a shachar. Okay, so nates achama. Sort of in the mo- in the morning versus shkia. It's not when the day starts. Our day, the Jewish calendar day. Rather, it goes by the nets. Says the Gemara. What's going on here? The Mishnah uses a very strong lotion of Bishamay Oisrim. Mikara Tana Minaga. The first Mishnah is talking about Minhagim. Makim Shinohagu. That's the name of our parak. The place that has a Minig doesn't have a Minig. It's not a Isra. You're not going to get Malkus on it. Well, that's Saif Tana Yisurim. And all of a sudden you're talking about Yisurim. Omer Rabbi Yechon and Leikashio. Ha, Rameir, the first Mishnah of our parak is Rameir. Ha, Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, so we have Machlek, it's Rameir, Rabbi Yehuda. So when the Mishnah says, Vachacham Maimrim, we're talking about Rabbi Yehuda. The Sanya, like it's very, that's very common with Remeir at least. The, the Mishnah, you know, the Gemara talks about Chacham, 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 and it's talking about Remeir. Sanya, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Yisim Melacha, Ba'arvi, Psachim, Achatzois. In Yehuda, they would do Melacha until Chatzois. Ubagalil, Eidon, Yisim, Kalikar. Amal, Rabbi Meir. Maraya, Yehuda, Vagalikan. Why are you, why, what, what are you proving from this whole Yehuda and Galah? So Remeir in the first mission of the Perak is talking about a minute in a minute. Why did Remeir agree to Rabbi Yehuda? Why did Remeir say that when the Mishnah says Rabbi Yehuda, yeah, in Yehuda they do Malach and Gol, they don't do That's the minute. If it's all dependent on minute, because Rabbi Yehuda is switching gears. Remeir is talking about a minute. And also Rabbi Yehuda is talking about really Surim. And that's why Remeir can't agree with Rabbi Yehuda here. Ask the Gemara, Vesavir Rabbi Yehuda, Arba'asar Mutar Ba'asiyas Malacha. Is it a fact that you're allowed to do Malacha in Yehuda on the 14th? Vatanya, Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, Hamenakish Bishlesha Asar Venekra Biyadi. What's going on here? So, guy, here. A guy on the 13th, here's B'dikas Chames, the 14th, here's the first day of Pesach, here's the second day of Pesach. What's important about this second day, the 16th? Oh, Daimer. The 16th is Daimer. This is when the old crap becomes mutter to eat. Chutzlar, it's not chutzlar. We're not going to talk about the Bach and the Hasidim and Yashan. We're not going to go there again. But when the Oymer comes, in our days, we don't have an Oymer, so whatever, the 16th sometime. When it comes, everything that's in the ground becomes mutter to eat. Everything that was already took root becomes mutter to eat. Everything that was harvested becomes mutter to eat. Before that, you cannot eat the crop until you bring the carbon Oymer. So what happened was, a guy on the 13th, he was walking, he was running around this field, weeding his field. He's taking out the weeds, okay? I have a picture of a guy taking out weeds. And by mistake, he rips out this piece from the ground. He rips it out. He didn't, he didn't mean to. He wanted to take a weed out. But what happened, he grabbed this instead, a piece of wheat. So he goes, and he wants to put it back in the ground. So if he's on the 13th, right over here, he could put it back in the ground. Why? Because Manavshach. Either right now this piece of wheat out of the ground becomes mutter on the 16th. I could eat it because I brought a Neymar. Or if it takes root... It's also mutter because the oimer is going to come after it takes root. Because it takes three days to take root. So I have three days. One, two, three. Then comes the oimer. 
What if it takes root on the 17th? Now I have to wait until a whole other year comes around. I cannot eat from the sweet because it took root on the 17th. But what's the obvious question here? Why does he, so it says he has to plant it on the 13th. Why does he have to plant it on the 13th? Let him plant it on the 14th. One, two, three. It's three days. That's how long it takes to, for, for something to catch in the ground. Says the Gemara, Let's start from the beginning. A person that's taking out the weeds. On the 13th. And something came out of the ground. He's all excited. He found the weed. But what happened was, it was a piece of wheat, not a weed. You put it into the mud. In other words, a moist ground. Because that will take root better. explains that will take longer than three days. Okay. In oh, you see from here, the reason why you can't put it in the ground on the 14th, even though you have three days, is because you're not allowed to plant on the 14th. There's an Isra Malacha everywhere, even in Yehuda. And the Gemara proves this point. Anytime you graft something, graft, you take something, put it in a tree, take a branch, put it in a tree, it takes three days. If it didn't grab, it didn't grab. It's not going to grab. So the same thing, the Gemara assumes when it comes to a piece of wheat, you put it in the ground, it takes three days to grab. Why can't he just plant it on the, on the 14th? Why do you have to be so machmer four days before the Oymer? You have the 14th, 15th, and a little bit of the 16th. That's when you bring the Oymer by this red line. It has to be before Chatzais. So there's a red line here. Oh, Rabbi was talking about Galil. He wanted to make a universal law. Halacha that applies everywhere. Galil, we said, you know how to do malacha. Only in Yehuda you can do malacha. Okay, so he's talking about Galil. Asr, that's why. In Yehuda you could plant on the 14th. That's the Gemara. But even Galil, Vaika Leila, you could plant after B'dikas Chavetz. You're done doing B'dikas Chavetz. Plant it then. Or Rav Sheshes, Kibi Shammai. Bishamai, we said in the Mishnah. Bishamai Oisrim. At night, also. You're allowed to plant at night. We're talking about normal people. They don't have uh, tractors with headlights and all the stuff. It's in the middle of the night. Who's going out there? To, so we're not talking about the night. We're talking about in Yehuda. It's muta to do malach on the 14th. So why didn't he plant it on the 14th? You have three days. One, two, three. Says the Gemara. We'll say it outside a second. When is he planning on the 14th? Uh, a minute into the 14th. An hour into the 14th. You can't plant as the 14th comes in. It's impossible. So the 14th is not a whole day. The 14th is 99%, let's call it. But then we have a famous halacha, mixes hayoyim kikuloi. Doesn't have to be a whole day. Great. What about the 16th? 16th is certainly not a full day because you bring the oymer by chatzais. So what, what we have left is two days that are partial days, and one great Gishmaka 15th day. Okay. But when it comes to planting, you can't plant with Lovud, right, as an example. You can't use Halacha Moshe Messinai to say, oh, this got planted. You want to use one time the idea of mixes Hayom Kekulei, great. But we're talking about a physical thing here. We're talking about something taking root, and it takes three days to take root. So you want to start using Svaris in a day. Take you one minute from, uh, from the 14th, one minute from the 16th, 
and, one, and, and 24 hours from the 15th. That's not going to give me a root. That's going to give me a halacha three days, but not a physical three days. It doesn't work. If you say mixes and kikula, no, I'll, I'll roll with you with one day. To use that concept twice, I will not do so. The official Mishnah for Rafur Shleima to Tzvishir, his official team, MDY member, who's been saving vacation days so he can experience the matzav live in real time. I think that's how it's read. Yishkoyach, official from official catering. There was a bad day for official. Maybe a very good day. It depends how you look. There's four Mishnayas here. So 100, 200, even Panovich. I do the math. I could do it quick. Says the Mishnah, Remei Reimer, Kol melacha sheitchol b'koidem l'arba'asar. Goim asar. This is a very key word, Rabbi Yisai. Goimra. Remeir holds that if you started the malacha, by the way, if anybody wants to know, why do I keep on going like this? It's not a bad habit. I was once watching a shear, and somebody had like something, like, you know, I don't remember, some white thing here, and it made me nervous the entire shear. And since then, like, I can't, like this, make sure the white thing is not there. Okay, maybe it is a bad habit. I just didn't want to gross anybody out, whatever. Why did I have to say that? That's it. I can't do that anymore. I'm done. How are you doing? Yes? Who's that? Avi Kamiansky? I didn't watch a shir that that bothered me. So I'm not into it. Any melacha that you start on the four, before the 14th, you could finish it off on the 14th. You hear Mordechai Ashkenazi. Everything's good. Your name is great, but it still says Mark. We've got to fix it. Goim Rebar Basar. You're not allowed to start the So what does the Mishnah say? I can finish something off, but I can't start it. Even though I know for a fact, what's the difference if I finish it or I start and finish? I know I'm going to finish it. No, you can't start it. There's three jobs. They could work until Chatzos. By the way, a chayotin, a tailor, a barber, a koyvsim, and a launderer. Shoemakers as well. We're going to see in the Gemara what the Svar is. Ibailu. Let me show you real quickly what I have here. There are two things going on here. This is L'tzorich, Loi L'tzorich of Yantif. Do I need this garment? Do I need this thing for Yantif? L'tzorich, Loi L'tzorich. The word in the Mishnah is this green guy, Goimer. So is it the Pshat? I'll go from the back, just to, from the end. To, it might be a little easier. Is the Pshat that if I do it, if I'm, if I'm finishing it off, I can finish it off. L'tzorich, obviously, I need it. And even I don't need it for Yantif at all. But I'm finishing. Finishing is good. The Mishnah says finishing. It doesn't, it doesn't mention do I need it or not need it. All the Mishnah says one word, Goimra. So Mela, this is the key word. Or perhaps, no, I can finish it when I really need it for Yantif. I cannot finish it. This is the worst. This is the worst case. This is the best. I'm, I could always, well, actually, Matchil is good. Matchil is even better. But this one is I can finish, but I cannot finish. If it's Loilat Sayrach. And finally, another Shaila is maybe what the Mishnah meant to say is if it's Lit forget about it. I could even start it Erev Yantif. 
Matchil. That's what the Mishnah was talking about. I could even finish. I could finish, I could even start. That's the most kal. This is the worst. This is the most chamer. I could finish, but I cannot finish. I can't even finish if it's not Letzarech Yantiv. So let's see inside. Ibailu. Are we talking about I need a fiyantiv? But if I don't need it, then I can't even finish like this red guy. Or perhaps you're talking about even you don't need it. Like down here, I could perhaps even start. Forget about finish. Maybe this guy right over here. I could always finish, no matter if it's Letzorich, Shaloy Letzorich, whatever it is. Always finish a, pro- a, pro- a project, but never start a project. Even Letzorich Yandav, I cannot start a project. Says the Gemara Toshma. So, as the Gemara usually does, we're going to bring three Raya's. Bidoicha, two of them, and the last one is the one that stands. The last one actually says Mufurish, our question. says word for word. Tashma. Don't start on the 14th. Afilu tzil katan. Afilu svachaktano. A svachah, remember from the Shabbos, like a snood. A tzil is more like a band. Tzil tzil, a band you put around your hand, whatever you do with it. See, even a very small project. Afilu svachaktano. My afilu. What does the word afilu mean? Love. Isn't this a good writer? Afilu hana the tzorich hamoyed. I need it for yontif. Afilu. You know, like you come somewhere, you, you're sued, you're missing something, you need, you need to sew something real quickly for Yantif. Perhaps I can bring a raya that if it's not for Yantif, you can't even finish it. I'll push that off. Even if it's not for Yantif, I can finish it. So then why is the, why is the Bryce use a Lashon even? Oh, there's a Chiddush here. It's a very small project. You just start, you're already finished. So you could do it every yantiv, maybe. You cannot do so. Toshma, another raya, similar. We're turning to the afternoon heyom the base pants. You could finish it on the 14th. Only if you started beforehand. Oh, this would be a little bit of a right. If you didn't start before the 14th, don't start on the 14th. Even a small band, even a snood. Says the Gemara, okay. A little bit. No, maybe it's not talking about So even also, even if I need it for Yantif, Migmar in, you could only finish it off. You cannot start it. So here's the Raya finally, Tashma. The mayor, Oimer, it says, I need it to be for Yantif. If it's not Litzorich, this doesn't fit into this Braizo. Goimra, I could finish it. I can't start it. So it has to be Litzarach, and I could finish it by Baasar. It's very possible Rashi didn't have this whole girsah. And you could do Melacha all the way to Chatzois if you have that minute. Says the Gemara. 
in loy na aguloy. So you need a minig. Ushmamino letzor chamoyed in shaloy letzor chamoyed loy. You need that it should be four yantif. So where's that chart again? Right over here. You, you finish and you don't start. All right. There are three trades that you could do. What's the pshat in these three things? Why are they different? So Gemara gives us an idea that a concept. If we find anything that's mutter in some shape and form, so, somewhere it's mutter, then it's mutter, then it's mutter erev. So if it's mutter, sorry, if it's mutter in some way, shape and form, on chalamoid, then it's mutter erev yontev on the 14th. Hachayotin shekein hedei toifer kedarko b'chol If you are an individual, you're not doing this for a living, you're allowed to fix your clothing on Chalamayid, and therefore you're permitted to go to a tailor Erev Yantif. Because Erev Yantif is much less than Chalamayid, right? Chalamayid is really Mayid that has Isurim to it. Hasaparim and what about barbers and launderers, the dry cleaners? Shekena Babim we find is a very extreme case. If somebody comes, flies in on Chalamayid, Flies in, Shamalaychim, here I am, I'm here for Yantif. Vayoytim Vesasurim comes out of jail on Yantif. Misabrim Chapsim Bechol Shomoyed. You're allowed to clean his clothes and you're allowed to give him a haircut. So once I have that heter on Chalamoyed, then I take that heter completely and do it lechatchila, go to the barber until Chatzois in on the 14th. Now, what about shoes? I can make someone a brand new pair of shoes. On the 14th. The COVID Yantif. Why? Since, think about it. There was a Chiyuva of Lila Regal three times a year. You're walking all the way to Yerushalayim. What's going to happen to your shoes? They're going to be destroyed. So I allow you to go to the shoemaker to fix your shoe. Says Rabbi Yaisi, if I can fix your shoe, then I can make a brand new shoe. Chacham say no. There's no connection. But Michael Mifligi. Says Rabbi Yaisi, if I could fix, I could make a small repair, put a stitch into the shoe, then I could take a piece of leather and create a brand new shoe. They're very similar. Chacham say not true. Yes, you're right. If you want to repair your shoe, you could go and repair your shoe. Why? Because on Chalamay, you can repair your shoe for Eilir Regalim. But to create a new shoe, how, how do you, where's the connection? New shoe and repair are two different things. And now we go to the third Mishnah of today. The official Mishnah in honor of Akiva Sawe and his co-editors. Some were already past their bat bar mitzvahs. I guess he's the youngest one. He's before his bar mitzvah. Who do a crackerjack job churning out the weekly or hamerkaz on time and under budget. I didn't read it yet, but it's a lot of stuff to go around. I think he's kidding about the budget. I don't know. 
Maybe he's talking about the budget that everyone has to print out these 11, 12, 14 pages. Uh, seriously, I had to buy a new stapler. My stapler didn't work. It was so thick. I, I'm not joking. I bought a commercial 40-page stapler. And then I had the wrong staples. I had to buy new staples because the staples went through and through. It was a whole... Oh, we have to say Shomal. Larry Pearl's on. Okay, so it's great to see Larry Pearl. Rabbi Sai, keep on diving for his f- complete Rafur Shlema. Naftali Harit, Shom Aleichem. Mordechai Aaron, Shom Aleichem. Oh, Reb Nochem Katz. Where have you been, my friend? I haven't seen you on Zoom in a long time. You're here, okay, but I don't see you so often. All right. Zok the Heilige Mishnah. Moishivin Shoivachim Latarna Goylim. The kids are, what's going on, and you take an egg and you put it underneath the chicken so that the chicken could sit on the egg, whatever you call it in English, whatever the word is, fancy word, brood, whatever you want to call it. Sit on the, no, what's the, what's the normal word? The, brooding hen, no, I don't like that word. There, there's something simpler. That you don't need a, sometimes you need a dictionary for the art school. That's a little, sit on the eggs is a little bit too yeshivish. Okay. That's a little panavitcher. It seems to me that there's another in-between word. Now, what? Okay, that, that's lawyers know these words. I'm not talking about you, Avi. I'm talking about common folk. Guys, not the guys that went to Panovich, not the guys that went to law school. The in-between guys. You know, the, the guys that went to Turo or something. Incubating, incubating. They, can, you, can you use incubate with a ch- No? Okay, you can't use incubate, they said. He said, no. Now, if the chicken runs away, take her, pick her up, put her back on the eggs. The Gemara is going to say, of course, if you can put an egg, so I can put her there. The Mesa, if the chicken dies, Now, you have a cow. I don't know if you've ever been to a barn. But you know what that smell is all about, right? So you, you have to clean it up once in a while. There's a lot of waste going on. So you'll have to take a shovel and start shoveling. Take it out of there. Bring it to the pile, the heap of garbage somewhere outside. However, but on there's a problem of Tirchi Yisera working too hard. By the way, by us in the hotel, professionals at not so much uh, getting rid of the waste, but professionals in coming up with different reasons why it's mutter to go shopping and buy clothing because it's a Dover Ovid and, and the sales only today. They found out. The kids, everybody. There's a, there's a lot of special halachas about Mayid. We have to treat Chalam a little. It's Mayid. At the end of the day, it's Mayid. Tirchi Yisera. You know how to write. The people know that. Not everybody knows. You know how to take a pen and write normally. It's, it's, a, it's a problem. Chalam is different. Huh? I'm saying in the 90s, people used to write with pens. You know, before you showed me about my computer, I used to like, do the charts with the pen. You remember? You can go pick up your jugs, whatever you have by the, by the, by the craftsman, even though it's not for Yontif, you need it after Yontif. Says the Gemara. If I could take a chicken, put it on top of an egg, make that shidduch between the chicken and the egg, so if it jumps up uh, some way midway, of course I can continue the process. We're talking about a chiddush that I could return it on Chalamayid. But on the 14th, I could start the whole process. I don't know, I made a very shvacha, last minute kind of chart. 
because it might somewhat be confusing. There is a chicken sitting on an egg for three days, blue, red, blue, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Three days. Now, what's the significance of three days? Once the chicken sits on an egg for three days, you can no longer, a lot of people are not going to eat that because it started already developing. There's already, who wants to crack open a chicken and see an egg? You're making a scrambled egg and there's a couple of legs coming out. It's, it's not so gishmak. A beak, you know, no, it's not good. So most people, there are people, the Mishugayim out there, they're, yeah, you know, it's a little cheaper, half price, I'll take that also. So there's a hefzid. I, I need to get the chicken back into, into business. Otherwise, if the chicken didn't start, so sell it for scrambled eggs. But once the chicken started, three days. Now, there's another thing called merit. When the chicken runs away, so if you could return it within three days, it still has the cheshik and the taiva, the natural desire to sit on the egg. But after three days, faloyren, it's gone. That's the two things here. Says the Gemara, so there's a tziruf of two things here. If it's within three days of her running away, not more, so I could return her, because it makes sense. She'll, she'll stay on the eggs. Her, her, the heat, the desire to sit on it, didn't run away. And after three days of her sitting on it, you need this also. The puzzle of Bailey the eggs are a, are a loss. But after three days, the part it's not going to help you bring her back. And within three days of her sitting, so I could still sell it to other people. Even in this case, that she, let's say only sat two days, give it back. Why? So what's the machlekes? No, it has to be three days and you have a complete loss or two days, you have a, a minor loss. So, Rebami is concerned about a very small hefzid and the Tanakama only a very large hefzid. Now think about it for a second, what's going on here? Hefzid Merubah. How many eggs are we talking about? How many eggs could a chicken sit? I didn't do the research, but let's say three to five eggs. I don't know. And that's a hefsim maruba. Now I have to tell you real quickly. I know it's eight o'clock. We'll cover Shabbos Kodesh. I said this myself a while ago. Say it again for the oilum. We're discussing eggs and hefsim maruba. My the Stefanskis come from Switzerland, so my grandfather inherited some money from his father, who's in Switzerland. My grandfather was a big tzaddik. He lived in Bnei Brak. He was a cipher. He wrote for the stipler, some say even for the Lubavitcher Rebbe, I had a certain person, I can't mention his name, twice in one cheer, he's going to check into it for me. Fine. So, he gets this money, and he goes to the Chazanish, and he asks the Chazanish, what should I do with this money? So the Chazanish says, you know, Bnei Brak is developing very well now. Buy a plot of land. So, as we said yesterday, some people have the mazel to understand where to go into the business. They all have business. They could all do it. They could all become millionaires, but you have to have that mazel, you have to have the tziyad he goes to his chavrusa, he had a chavrusa at 3 o'clock in the morning, he tells his chavrusa, the chazanish told me to buy a plot of land. Says his chavrusa, the chazanish is a big tzaddik, but a very, very weak businessman. What you need to do, and I'm giving you a to toiva, you need to buy this machine right over here. This is an egg incubator. Can you imagine how much money you can make? You take an egg, a bunch of them, you put them in the machine, puff, all of a sudden, Chicklets come out. You'll have so many of these chickens. They have more eggs, more chickens. Unbelievable idea. So my grandfather takes his Yerusha, buys this fancy machine. 
My grandmother told me one time she touched something wrong, she got electrocuted, she went flying, she almost lost her life. That was problem number one. Problem number two is that they lived on the border at those days, before they moved to Bnei Brak, they lived in Yerushalayim on the border with Jordan. And a missile came and hit the machine and it exploded and they had zero from that machine. One big fat zero instead of a large plot of land in the middle of Bnei Brak. You do the math. Zog the Gemara. Oh, it's already 8.02. Um, let's do two more lines, like to the next little thing here, so we're not that far behind. It's Matzi Shabbos, we'll catch up, we'll catch up on some emails. If you have garbage, you can put it to the side. And if it's in the, the yard, you can take it out completely. You don't have to move it to the side. What's going on here? You can take it out completely and move it to the side. Yudalid, you could do whatever you want. Take it out more. Because Yudalid, the Erev Pesach is more, is more kal than Yechalamayit. Kam Yechalamayit, you have to be careful. Don't do Tichri Yitzayro. Just put it to the side. Rav HaOmar, Hav HaOmar, Bechayil Shemayit. No, they're both Chalamayit. Vachik HaOmar, Im Nasa Chatzah Kerefes, Moitzin Oyesi La'ashba. If there's so much waste, then you take it out to the garbage. One quick story, because it's Erev Shabbos, the Kav Shabbos. Reliashev Paskins, that garbage mizbanazeh, there's no tircha. You just take it in the garbage bag, take it outside. And the famous story, we have to say the famous story, when he's talking about garbage and garbage bags, Rav Pam was speaking to a guy, and the guy said, I have a major problem. My wife wants me to take out the garbage. So he said, no, so what's the problem? He says, no, but I'm a chashvet amot chacham. I, I learned in koil all day, I'm going to take out garbage. Aha, I hear. The next morning, Rav Pam knocks on the door. Shalom Aleichem, what are you doing here, Rebbe? I'm here to take out your garbage. So he takes out his garbage. And every other day when I see Josh Ashman, he's not in the shear, but he lives over here, and he walks by our shul. We have a minion. He walks by with garbage bags. I say, good morning, Rav Palm. Good morning, Rav Palm. It's a, it's a famous Maisa, but it's a good one to remember. Have a wonderful Shabbos. I'll see you in a few hours. And what's the Shabbos? 7.30. Have a wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful day. I know, I know what they did with the money, though. I know. It's like my father told me, my grandfather told me, it's not a maizah she came out to you. But there's a guy, there's a real, I'll tell you, it's a different story. I know a guy that actually bought land in Manhattan. He owned a, a square block. And he, he sold it in the, in the early 1900s. He sold it, it was a farm in Manhattan. Oh, wow. Leon, excuse me, I saw Leon's ear, the famous Leon's ear. You never see his whole face. You see, you see like part of his head. It was a big simcha, simcha g'dayla.
מה קורה? I was thinking, by the way, I was thinking about it. That's exactly, I was thinking weeding. He was weeding the, the thing. It's weeds. <coughs> I appreciate you, Israel. I love when people give me the mice after the shear is over. It's always great. Next time we have weeding, I'm going to not know that mice. I'm going to forget about it. Another Maisa that happened afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to my story. What was it? The Bavarel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the guy. The guy came in and took his comments. Yeah. I saw a video. I saw a video of a, of a, of a, a guy coming into a guy's house on Pesach in a fancy house in Borough Park and he was taking out, uh, he was taking his whiskey. But then they have to pay for it. No, you do a deal. Good morning, good morning. Uh, it's a beautiful picture of you and y'all. There's a picture of you. My, I never saw you so hatsi-tatsi with a tie on. Where's that picture? It says, happy birthday, Gedalia. Bar Mitzvah picture. I should, start, I should put my Bar Mitzvah picture also in. You know those guys, they're like 90 years old and they put their picture when they were 26? That's Gedalia. He's not, he's not going to put in a picture of him 15. It's already, you know what age is it? What are you talking about? Come on. What, you own a hat? Gedalia, you own a hat? Please. Who gave him, you guys gave him a hat? 